welcome to Dental Appointment, a podcast by two dental students aiming to give you an insight into the world of dentistry. We will be discussing all things dental related, from dental applications to life as a dental student. We will also provide you with an insight into our own experiences, as well as talking to other members of the profession about a range of different topics to get their views and learn about the different opportunities after dental school. My name is Ryan. And I'm Becky. And this is Dental Appointment. Welcome back to Dental Appointment. We have finished the dental team series, so now we're going to move on to dental schools. There are 16 in the UK offering undergraduate courses, so we're going to interview a student from each of these dental schools to offer you insight into each, hopefully giving you all the information you need to make your UCAS choices easy. And the best thing is they'll be released before the UCAS deadline in October as well. So in today's episode, we are joined by Raina, a BDS4 student from the University of Sheffield. So hi, Raina. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi, Raina. Thanks again. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, uh, it's, the weather's got so warm recently, so yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, the heat makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And are you nearly off for summer now? I'm actually in uni till the end of July. <laughs> oh really yeah and then I have two weeks off for summer and then I'm back straight into it and is that quite normal for Sheffield yeah Sheffield has um in the fourth year um a very short summer mm-hmm. um just to give us like I think maximum clinical time um because right. we're going into fifth year so I've not really heard any other dental schools have such a short summer so it'll be interesting to hear the other episodes mm-hmm. as well that is interesting because we we get like at least six weeks off at Aberdeen, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we get quite a nice long summer. Yeah, in first year and second year, third year, a little bit, they were kind of normal. Um, first year was definitely the longest summer, but it's got shorter since. So I think that does bring us on quite nicely. So obviously that's one thing that will set Sheffield apart potentially. Um, is there anything that sets your dental school apart from the rest? Yeah, um, I think there's quite a few things. Obviously, I'm quite biased because I'm at Sheffield um, and I do love it here. But um, when I was applying, there were there were a few things that I really um, liked about the place. So firstly, the course is very traditional. There's le- It's lecture-based learning, which really appealed to me. Um, and that was like one of the main things and also very early clinical experience, which I think a lot of dental schools nowadays have. Um, so at Sheffield, we start seeing our first patient from the beginning of second year and we make dentures, which is um, a nice way to ease in to clinics. And um, in the fourth year, we were supposed to have an elective where we could go anywhere abroad. Um, but unfortunately, because of the pandemic, that got cancelled for me. But hopefully that will still continue. Um, one of the best things I would say about Sheffield, actually, is the outreach programme. And I think Sheffield was the first dental school to really roll this out properly um, years ago. And basically what that is, is we get a placement, usually a six week block in a dental practice outside of the dental school and we work as a dentist um, under supervision and you are just seeing patients all day um, every day for that period of time and it really does give you so much experience Um, and I've just come off my six-week block which was such a good experience (laughs) for me Um, and yeah there's also a dissection full body dissection in the first year which was very fun Um, I enjoyed it not a lot of people are really into that but (laughs) I um, yeah I really enjoyed learning those skills so yeah those those couple of things 
Yeah, I think they're really good things. Yeah, they sound really good. Um, just to go back, uh, you mentioned there about the elective and being able to do that abroad. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I know you kind of never got to experience it. I know. Um, yeah, so if I if I um, did have the chance to go, it would have been, I think, a six-week block, maybe an eight-week block. Um, and there's four sort of groups from January to about June in fourth year um, that go away. You can go anywhere in the world um, as long as you have like a placement that is safe <laughs> and you have insurance um, and it's all been sorted out. Um, it's a big part of the course here. Actually, people really love it and they've been all over the world. Um, so you can experience dentistry there. And yeah, I think I will maybe try and do something after I graduate in the the summer mm -hmm. of um, before foundation year, because I'm not going to have a chance before then. Yeah. And it's actually, it's good to hear that that is an option for after dental school as well. Like it doesn't actually have to be when you are at dental school. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to um, kind of try and learn from things all around the world and like different experiences mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah definitely so it sounds like fourth year is quite heavy in sense of different activities you've got your outreach and potentially elective as well so how does that differ from what you're going into for fifth year yeah um I would actually say fourth year isn't that bad because we don't have summer exams. It's the only year that we don't have summer exams. Um, so first, second, third year, we have summer exams and um, first and third year, we have January exams as well. And then the next set of exams that I'll officially do is my finals now. Um, in January, I had some radiology exams and I think a mock exam as well, which was fine. Um, but fourth year is actually not too bad it's very clinical clinic heavy right um mm -hmm. but at the moment still with the restrictions and everything we're only doing one clinic a week um and ideally we'd probably do like two to three clinics um so generally it's not been too bad for me I think it'll definitely start stepping up as I'm going into fifth year um at mm -hmm. Sheffield I say the busiest year is for me that I felt was third year um that is when we do like the full body um the human body and all the systems and everything and we have oskies um two sets of exams like it's very medical heavy <laughs> um yeah so in comparison not too bad yeah and just to kind of go backwards again even further in your bds could you maybe yeah. kind of give us an overview of what each year is kind of like and what the focus of each year is so are you more kind of science-based at the start and then introduce clinical practice yeah um so yeah first year i think is quite typical around most dental schools um we have a mixture of sort of physiology biochemistry anatomy um histology which everyone loves <laughs> um those kind of core subjects um there's quite a lot of lectures i think maybe around 150 in the first year off the top of my head um and it's yeah just more general stuff and the focus is kind of building the, the basics and then having like a bit of an introduction to clinics, um, you know, dental instruments, tooth morphology, that kind of thing. And then second year is, um, again, you are still building 
on what you've done in first year so I think we had the oral cavity and health and disease I think and then growth development aging and nutrition module that's it um bit of a mouthful <laughs> so yeah we had an essay in second year as well and then just more like general lectures but starting to get really more clinical now uh, especially as we start seeing mm-hmm. patients and then um yeah we carry on the, the clinics just keep increasing as uh, from second year and then in third year uh we kind of go back to the full body and relate systemic health and everything to oral health and really um build upon different diseases and like general medical knowledge which is good um we have an oski where we do things like vital signs um intramuscular injections uh blood pressure things like that like just general stuff um which is good and then yeah third year is also also quite clinic heavy we have like practical exams and things that we need to pass like different restorations crowns um and then yeah fourth year we are now like lectures are very much dentistry um so we've had a lot Mm -hmm. of sort of oral mucosa disease lectures um like in the different specialties so restorative uh what else have we had um some stuff about implants uh perio so yeah all the different specialties we start getting more detailed lectures in um I think I've now actually finished all my um formal lecture mm-hmm. teaching um till fifth year we might have a few lectures but I think I've the bulk of it is now done for finals which is mm-hmm. really nice I can concentrate on mm-hmm. the clinical stuff yeah it sounds like a good way to do it and it's it is really interesting to hear how another gentle school structures mm-hmm. their course because it is slightly different to ours yeah yeah I would say so yeah. I, I mm. think it is the the right way to do it at uni is to bring in all that kind of baseline knowledge to start off with because if you don't know that how are you then gonna mm-hmm. build on that and introduce clinical side of things uh, yeah. um so yeah I think the course structure sounds quite interesting yeah definitely I think um the clinical experience and sort of the teaching it it does differ slightly between different dental schools Mm -hmm. and for me I really appreciated the early clinical experience um I think you know the schools kind of do maybe two uh, two years of theory um and then start seeing patients or some dental schools Mm -hmm. will start seeing patients from first year as well so yeah Mm -hmm. it's just kind of what you prefer I guess Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why we're doing these to sort of highlight that to those that are listening (laughs) Yeah, and you mentioned there about your practical exams in the form of OSCEs and things. Could you just tell us a little bit more about kind of what the exam style is for for Sheffield? Yeah, so we have um, three main um, sort of paper-based exams. So we have a structured short answer question paper, which is where you get like a bit of text for the question. Um, It can be quite long or short and then you write out your answers um there's also a multiple choice paper which is yeah self-explanatory and um in first year and I think maybe second year we had spotter exams so these are kind of anatomy based or histology based and you get say an anatomy specimen um that will have a label in a certain nerve or a muscle or artery whatever it is and you have to um identify what that is and mark it on the paper um and then OSCEs are very practical so in second year I think we had a dental OSCE so um say a station was like do a fissure sealant or um 
you know, diagnose from this radiograph or tooth morphology um, or even hand washing. <laughs> I think that's a station at everyone's OSCEs. Um, and then third year was the like very medical based OSCE. So we had patients um, as actors um, who we took histories from mm-hmm. and did like vital signs or like a thyroid examination or something like that. Um, I don't think I now have an OSCE till fifth year, if I'm correct. Um, In terms of the practical uh, phantom head-based exams, so we have quite a few of those scattered throughout dental school. Mm -hmm. Um, They start with like basic things like caries, removal, um, going up to, you know, crown preparation and things like that. So there are sort of various stages that you have to pass to be able to practice on patients and be safe as well. Yeah, I think each dental school has similar exams as well, um, both testing your kind of theoretical knowledge and your practical knowledge. Yeah. And you mentioned there about the phantom heads and, and clinical skills and things. What are the clinical facilities like in Sheffield? Yeah, I think they're really good. So we have a um, phantom head lab, which I I couldn't tell you how many there are in there, but quite a lot, like enough for, enough for the year. Um, and it's pretty standard, I think, compared to other dental schools as well. Um, we also have a virtual reality simulation suite, um, which I think, again, a few other dental schools have started like having. And it's basically, um, it's a room with these machines and they have like monitors and you do treatments in 3d using um this like haptic arm that feels like a drill but it's not a drill if that makes sense Mm. um and on the screen uh you get a tooth and say you have to remove some caries Mm. and it's kind of like the lab-based training but you're not actually you know sat with a head there um, and the teeth in front of you you're doing it on the screen Mm -hmm. Um, and that's mainly used more in the earlier years at dental school here um, because after that I think once you've had patient contact and you've done a lot of treatments on people it's not quite the same anymore so it's yeah. good for in the beginning and we have a dental lab we have a few dental labs on site um, for lab training um, which again we did more of in the earlier years not as much anymore um, because it's just very clinic heavy now so we get rotations mm-hmm. in the hospital um, One of the great things about Sheffield is actually that the Charles Clifford Dental Hospital is attached right to the dental school. So we don't have to go anywhere else. Um, I think some of the dental schools you get sent away to different units to to be able to see patients, but they Mm -hmm. kind of come to us, which is nice. Um, Mm -hmm. And in the hospital, we have, say, an orthodontics department, a paediatric department, oral surgery, like all the different specialties. And we get Mm -hmm. rotations um, in those specialties. So um for example yesterday literally I was in uh, minor oral surgery um so that's where we do like surgical extractions biopsies and things and you get put on different rotations throughout the week which I think is good experience yeah definitely so is the university quite close to the city centre or is that a wee bit like further out or yeah so um Sheffield is quite a small city um which has its uh pros and cons definitely I've never felt personally like this I've run out of things to do um so Mm. the dental school is quite close to the city centre I would say a 20 20 minute walk Mm -hmm. um and the campus it's kind of a mix of a campus and a city uni so a lot of the buildings are 
together um, on campus around the Sheffield Student, Student Union. Um, but there are some buildings that are much further out as well. So I think everything is walking distance. I don't think it's um, too bad at all. Um, yeah, the city is really nice in itself as well. Um, it's very green. I think Sheffield's known for being a very green city. Um, but yeah, I've had a really good time so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you seem really happy. Um, you know, when you're speaking about Sheffield, like you've had a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's also the Peak District on on its door, on the doorstep, um, which I try and go for walks in, and it's really nice when the the weather's nice as well. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Chatsworth House actually last weekend, um, and that's like a kind of a big stately home um, with grounds and like a river running through. And we went like wild swimming, so there's lots of scope for sort of having days out. Amazing. Yeah, it sounds great to have all of that on your doorstep, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And did you move away from somewhere to live in Sheffield? Are you from Sheffield? Yeah, I moved away. I'm um, about an hour away, like my home um, mm-hmm. in Halifax. So I've, yeah, I'm, I'm quite a good distance, like away, but not too far away that I can't go back and back home and visit easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I considered moving down to the south actually when I was applying and then just thought I'll stay close to home for now and then maybe for my foundation year I might try a different city that's a bit further away Mm -hmm. um but I've definitely not been disappointed at all um there are so many things to do here and it's just a shame that in the past year that a lot of things haven't been on for any of us Mm -hmm. yeah and from moving away from home what is the cost of living like in Sheffield Oh, it's so good. Like, it's definitely, I mean, obviously, this is just my experience, but from speaking to friends in other cities, especially those that live in London, um, it's very, very <laughs> affordable. Um, yeah, rent is, I, I mean, again, I don't have much experience of different cities, but I would say rent is very affordable here. Um, even food mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, I shop at Aldi and Lidl, so yeah, that's not very expensive at all. Um, even student events and social events and things, tickets are usually like, you know, up to five pounds, maybe a bit more. So it's not too bad at all. Um, drinks, again, uh, are very affordable. Um, yeah, I think in terms of sort of student living and finances and everything, I've definitely enjoyed that from Sheffield. <laughs> I think in the north anywhere is, mm-hmm. is quite good. Mm-hmm. No, that's good to hear. Is the cost of living and how close Sheffield is to home for you maybe some of the deciding factors for you in your decision to go to Sheffield or what type of things did you consider? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Um, for me, it was first and foremost the the course, definitely. I think with university, um, you need to be happy with the degree that you're doing first. Um mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, again, just my opinion, but I think with dentistry, you are doing this for five years. And as much as you, you know, it is kind of the same degree that you're getting at the end of the day, it's every dental school is slightly different and has its slightly different qualities and things. So I think being happy with the course, first and foremost, is is the one. Um, And, you know, if that was like going five six hours away I would have done that um personally if that was where I felt was necessary as well um and then in terms of obviously being quite close to home that was definitely a positive thing um 
but definitely not a deciding factor um for me I don't think I think all the other things that I mentioned earlier on about Sheffield um swayed me and I had a family friend actually when I was applying who described you know how much clinical experience we get and how happy he was as well and that definitely uh, persuaded me um I'm sure a lot of people have like people they know at dental school that will give them uh, insight into it so yeah I think those factors definitely were played into it yeah yeah I think that for a lot of people um they almost take for granted is going to visit the place that that they're then going to live in for the next five years. And I think, as you said, all those other factors that were drawing you to Sheffield were maybe slightly more important than the course itself. You know, obviously you decided on dentistry and that was for you, but you maybe weren't going to move to a city that didn't feel right and feel like it was for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, But I will also just add to that that... I mean, like you said in the, at the beginning of this podcast, there are only, I think, 16 mm-hmm. undergraduate dental schools in, mm-hmm. in the country. So everywhere is going to be of a really good standard mm-hmm. and everywhere is going to meet mm-hmm. GDC um, outcomes and requirements. So mm-hmm. I think if you don't get your first choice or um, you know second choice, whatever it is, don't be disheartened because everyone does um, adapt to their dental school and adjust and come out as a dentist at the end of five years. Yeah definitely yeah I think that's a really important point and I think it goes back to as well that because they're all regulated in the same way and everybody will leave with the same degree yeah don't feel pressure to apply to a certain uni just because you think it's got a good reputation or or whatever um take all of these other factors into account when deciding what uni is going to be right for you yeah I think with dentistry as well the reputation of all dental schools is very equal Mm -hmm. if not the same Mm -hmm. so yeah it really comes down to what kind of teaching you like um what kind of features of that course that really stand out to you clinical experience Mm -hmm. the city things like that yeah completely agree and I think that's really good advice as well so what have you found to be like the best thing um or what would you say is the best thing about attending the University of Sheffield your time um generally I would say um so I've I've been lucky enough to have a few part-time jobs throughout university mm-hmm. um which I've met some really amazing people through um I think with dentistry you get stuck in a co- in a cohort that's quite small and you spend a lot of time together but if you do actually try and branch out and join societies or a part-time job like I was saying you can meet other people um and I was lucky enough to do this through like the students union so I've had some union jobs and the Sheffield student union I think is the best in the country I think for the last like 10 or 11 years I might be wrong but there's there's some statistic about that so yeah I've really enjoyed kind of meeting people through that different events that they hold I think the student life and culture is very strong in Sheffield and there's always people around um so you don't feel like lonely or anything in terms of dentistry, um, I would definitely say the amount of clinical time that I've had, um, especially with outreach at the moment, after speaking to quite a few dental students from other schools, I don't think it's something that is that common to get in other dental schools. Um, again, I might be wrong, so sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, other dental schools don't seem to have like such an intensive block or so many weeks where they 
actually practice as a dentist and actual real life dentistry mm-hmm. is very different to dental school so you only really get that through experiencing that in the real world um so I think that's been an incredible experience and actually it was a relief because after a year of having not much experience um I realized I do still really enjoy dentistry um and actually communicate with patients in a different um community of people not just the the people that come to the dental hospital as well yeah again I think they're really sort of strong factors like whether you can hold down uh like a part-time job if that is a potential and um also the clinical experience as well as we've discussed I'm really passionate about like free time and I get this question quite a lot and at Sheffield the way that the timetables work you definitely have free time for societies clubs sports events things like that Mm -hmm. like you will get you know maybe a half day off a full day off here and there so as long as you have like good time management you can definitely have a part-time job or you know socialize and have things outside of dentistry yeah definitely I think it's really Mm -hmm. important as well um for such uh well I was gonna say demanding um course but there is a lot going on but if you if you do have time management, like you, you were saying, you are able to keep a balance. So in general, have you got any advice for those that are sort of looking to apply for dentistry? Yeah, um, I would say, I think one of the most important things is to properly read through the entry requirements for that dental school. Um, I definitely in the beginning when I was applying assumed that it was all the same Um, but it can differ ever so slightly um, from the grade requirements to whether they look at the personal statement to the UCAT so definitely check each dental school's um, website and it'll be written on there or you can contact them directly if you need clarification for anything. Um, Yeah I think that's like the main thing because you want to maximise your chances as much as possible and don't limit yourself to an area say you know you don't meet the requirements for one school that's near you do look further afield as well Mm -hmm. um you know you most likely will have a really good experience and people do adapt and fit in and um settle in as well so yeah I think that would be my my biggest tip that's some good advice yeah I think it is good advice and you've been mentioning throughout that um you've been speaking to other people um, or other dental students at different dental schools is this something that you've managed to do through having like your Instagram page and your YouTube channel Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that was one of the best decisions I made last year to start this. So I've got um, an Instagram page and a YouTube channel um, by the name Brain Around the Cusp. And through that, I kind of was able to network with a lot of different students um, from different dental schools uh, and kind of not feel as lonely throughout this last year um where I've not been able to see as many people and also give advice to different applicants um and help them out through videos or content that I post um so if you are interested as a you know dental student or aspiring dental student I think networking is a really important thing and social media is is a good way Mm -hmm. of doing that as well yeah absolutely I think we've mentioned in a couple well, if not probably all of our episodes, that just reaching out to somebody in the dental profession um, on Instagram or anything like that, and everyone seems to be happy to help yeah. and answer questions. Yeah, feel free to message me anytime. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. And I think that brings us to the end of the episode today. And I think, well, I've certainly learned a lot about the University of Sheffield and what it has to offer in terms of dentistry. Um, so thanks for joining us today. 
and letting us know a bit more about Sheffield. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We are really enjoying making these episodes and we hope you have found them interesting and learned a little more about dentistry. And you can follow us on Instagram at dental underscore appointment to keep up to date with us. But until our next episode, bye. bye.